Hey everyone, and welcome to Call the Doula. I'm Ashley Serber, and on this episode, we will be discussing how to choose your provider and where you should birth. We will cover the main differences between OBs, midwives, hospitals, birthing centers, and home births. So make sure to stay tuned. So the evolution of birth is something that I've always found really interesting. Midwives can be dated all the way back to BC times with the Hebrew women birthing over the stools. Um, Women had their babies at home with midwives or in covered wagons on trails or even out in the fields that they were working in. It was, it was really, really hard times, but in the early 1900s is really when we began to see that shift from midwives at home to doctors in hospitals, and it became more of a social status to birth with a doctor in a more sterile environment. And so this is when we started to see doctors actually beginning to discredit midwives, and they kind of stepped back and went into the shadows. They've always been there, but they weren't as present and on the scene as they were before. And then, of course, when different forms of anesthesia were introduced into birth, um, that's when it really began to evolve. Of course, the risk of different anesthesias weren't known at the time, but women were interested in not having to feel the pain of labor. And so that's when we kind of entered into the twilight sleep era. And I'm just going to briefly touch base on this, but it's it's really worth going and uh, Googling and just reading a little bit about it. But women were basically given things like morphine and strapped to a bed. And it wasn't that they didn't feel the pain of labor, but rather after birth, they didn't remember what had happened to them. And so this is where the pendulum began to swing back toward unmedicated natural births with midwives um, emerging back on the scene and out of the shadows. Husbands became more present in the delivery room. And then we also had anesthesia that began to evolve and improve and that's when the epidural came in and so now birthing women have a lot of options of where they want to birth and how they want to birth so i always tell my clients that in order to make an informed decision they need to have all the facts to weigh the risk and the benefits and this goes for picking a provider as well because it can make all the difference in your birth experience Um, As previously stated, the main providers women have chose to birth with for the last century have really been OBGYNs. And an OBGYN is a doctor of obstetrics and gynecology. And the main difference between them and midwives is their education level. So an OB completes four years of medical school, four years of residency, and then three more years in the field that they wish to specialize in. Um, They can provide prenatal care, delivery, postpartum, and routine care. They also can perform a cesarean section should their patient need one. So there's actually three types of midwives. And uh, the first one is a traditional midwife. These are not certified or licensed midwives, but instead believe in serving their communities via social contract. Um, This is something that's been pretty much phased out all over the world because now it's required for you to have a license um, or a certification. 
The second type of midwife is what we call a direct entry midwife, and the vast majority of them are CPAMs or Certified Professional Midwives. This is the only midwifery credential that requires knowledge and experience in and out of hospital setting. Their education and clinical training focuses on providing clients care in home and or in birthing centers. Uh, Now, there are some states that allow CPMs to provide well woman and maternity care in clinics and doctor's offices, but that depends on the state that they certify in. They are not trained to provide care for high-risk patients, um, nor do they provide pain management in the form of epidurals or narcotics. Should their patient have an emergency situation arise, they would have to transfer them via ambulance to a hospital and hand over care to either the on-call OB or CNM. And from that moment on, uh, they may be able to provide support to you as a doula, but they would have no privileges at the hospital or say in your care plan from that point. And then the last type of midwife is a certified nurse midwife or a CNM. And before becoming a midwife, they had to become, had to complete school to become a registered nurse. Uh, Their training is in hospitals and the majority of them choose to practice in a hospital setting under the supervision of an OB, but they can practice in birthing centers and perform home births. They're, um, allowed to write prescriptions and although they can't perform a c-section should you need one majority of these midwives will second assist their supervising colleagues in the surgery so that is the main difference between ob's and midwives so now that we know more about the types of providers that we can choose to birth with let's talk about places that you could choose to birth Um, The first one being a hospital, which is the most common as we've talked about. Some of the pros to birthing at a hospital is in case of an emergency, um, you do have doctors that are trained in cesarean births with instruments at the hospital to perform that surgery. Another thing is that all hospitals take health insurance and Medicaid, so it's just a question of finding the provider that takes your specific plan. Pain management is probably going to be the biggest reason people choose to birth in a hospital because they can receive an epidural there. Some hospitals do um, offer nitrous oxide or gas and air, depending on which um, country you live in, will be if it's nitrous oxide or referred to as gas and air. And they also provide IV narcotics. Um, Postpartum care is also something that you receive in a hospital for the next few days after birthing your baby, as well as there are trained lactation consultants on staff to help breastfeeding mothers. Um, Birthing in a hospital can also just make patients feel safer because it's what they've known. Um, Some cons to birthing in a hospital is obviously travel time, although it's really rare that we see this. There are some women who wind up birthing in transit to the hospital, which is really uncomfortable. Your immune system is also more susceptible in pregnancy, and so going to the hospital, you're going to come in contact with more germs because people are sick in hospitals and they have germs so you're more susceptible to that there's also a chance that you might not get 
to birth with your chosen provider. A lot of doctors go on vacation or, you know, other circumstances arise, they're in a surgery and so you may just wind up getting whoever else is covering the labor and delivery floor. Uh, depending on hospital policies, they might affect your birth plan. So for example, if you're wanting a water birth and that particular hospital does not allow that, that could be a con for you. Um, the next thing is, is you're 50% more likely to have invasive procedures done to you should you birth in a hospital. So those are just some of the pros and the cons to choosing a hospital birth. So the next place that you might choose to deliver your baby is a birthing center. And centers have become really more popular in the last 10 to 15 years. And we saw an incredible increase in women choosing to deliver their babies there during COVID when hospital regulations became and policies became really strict. And so we're gonna talk about some of the pros and cons to delivering at a birthing center. So, um, these are generally located in the medical district or at least in close proximity to a hospital. So in case patients have to be transferred due to an emergency, they're not traveling very far. Um, a lot of times these birthing centers are staffed with CNMs. So if you do have to be transferred, there is a chance that they have privileges at the hospital in which you're going to. So your care would not be um, handed over to a doctor that you don't know. Some centers do accept insurance, but even if they don't, they're still going to be less expensive to birth at than a hospital. On average, your total care at a center would cost between four to six thousand dollars versus a hospital, which is anywhere from thirty to thirty-five thousand. Um, they're also generally more natural minded and family friendly. The environments are set up like your home so that you can leave in a few hours um, if there is no complications to you or baby. Some of the cons to delivering at a birthing center is that they don't, not all of them do take insurance and so you would be paying out of pocket. Um, in case of an emergency, you do have to be transferred to a hospital where if you are not birthing with um, a CNM that doesn't hold current privileges, then your care would be transferred over to a doctor in whom you've never met before. Um, you do still have to commute to a birthing center and that leaves always the possibility of having baby in transit. So those are some of the pros and cons to choosing to deliver at a birthing center. So the next place that you might choose to deliver your baby is at home. And we're going to talk about some of those pros and cons. So a big perk to delivering at home is you're in a familiar environment, which can make you feel more relaxed. Um, there's less disruptions, which allows you to better focus on your body and coping through contractions because you have control over who is coming into your birthing space. Um, you can have an unmedicated, natural, and non-invasive birth. They're also going to be less expensive, obviously, than birthing at a hospital. You can have all of your prenatal and postpartum care visits done there, which is also a really big um, pro. A con to delivering at home is that, obviously, in case of an emergency, you're going to have to transfer to the hospital and... Um, your care will be passed off to whatever provider is covering labor and delivery. 
Um, whichever midwife you choose to deliver with may or may not accept insurance. And then in some states, not all home births are legal. So uh, that is a con. I definitely encourage all of my clients to watch different birthing videos of women delivering in each of these settings. And this will kind of give you an idea of what it's like to birth in each environment. If you watch someone deliver at home and it makes you cringe, then I'm going to suggest that a home birth is probably not the right setting for you. But let's say you watch someone deliver at a birthing center and you find it very relaxing and finding yourself wanting that experience, then I definitely suggest you calling around and scheduling a walkthrough and talking to the midwives. So that completes today's podcast. Whether you're just tuning in or you've already been following me, I'm glad that you're here and I hope that you found this episode informative. If you have any questions or would like for me to cover a specific topic, please send me a voice message on here. I'd love to hear from you. And thank you for joining and hopefully you'll join me for the next episode. Mm -hmm.